is the Schaefer Baseball Report, an inside look at America's pastime. From Little League all the way to the big leagues. Now here's your host, former Major League infielder Jeff Schaefer. Welcome everybody to Schaefer Baseball Report number 90, Andrew. We're getting close to the uh, triple digits. That's just in podcasts. Yeah, just in podcasts. You did yeah. your radio show for what, two, three years? Yeah, it was over two hundred shows. Yeah, yeah, with Tommy Viola. Trying yeah. to get Tommy back. We got to get him here. back on. Yeah, his, you know, he's in lockdown with, you know, I mean, it, it, if you follow him on Facebook, he's, you know, he's doing all the daddy stuff like Annis. We can't get John Ennis out of the, uh, out of the house. He doesn't wear the pants. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't wear the pants, but no, he's doing the school teaching stuff. You know, at home, which a lot of parents are doing right now. But uh, we got a special guest in our in our Susu studio today, and that's uh, North Carolina baseball coach, high school baseball coaches association president Travis Poole and head coach of Weddington. Travis, appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me. A lot of things going on right now. Um, a lot of things, a lot of adjustments have to be made along the way. How much communication are you having um, with other high school coaches? Uh, we're, we're zooming some, uh, we're tweeting a lot with mm-hmm. each other, uh, you know, calling each other. Uh, mm-hmm. I do know that, uh, I've had probably, I don't know, 30, 40 zoom, uh, <laughs> meetings with different coaches. Uh, and, and I think it's just, you know, some counties are different. Um, for instance, I'm, I have a situation where I can go mow my field mm-hmm. so I can get out on my field. There are other counties that will not allow their coach on campus, period. So, you know, you've got a different level there of coaches. Uh, so it, it's, uh, it's been trying, but, it, you know, I think it's taught us a lot about communication. Yeah. So North Carolina um, High School Baseball Coaches Association, give me, give me the background on that. You know, I know Hal was the president, Hal Bagwell was the president for a period of time. UDACF is part of supporting that group every year. Um, we try to give scholarship money for, uh, for the coaches' kids. But, you know, what is, what is, what is the objective of the, of the association? Well, I think the objective is, 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 number one, to make all of our coaches better coaches uh, through communication, through uh, when we have our clinics. Uh, it also, I think, it, it's a – we all want a, uh, a fraternity, I think, mm-hmm. a lot of times. Uh, you know, the one thing I'm seeing and one thing we're trying to push is a way to keep – and I, I'm sure you've seen this happen uh, – you don't have lifers anymore. Uh, you have coaches who are in it five or six years and they jump. Uh, and we're trying to figure out why, what can we do uh, as an organization to keep our young coaches still involved uh, and, and make them lifers like a lot of us have been sure. uh, for all our life. I mean, I wouldn't know what else to do. You got uh, – it's going to be tough to induct people into the Hall of Fame if you can't maintain people long enough. That's correct. And that's uh, – you know, we talked about that in a Zoom call for two and a half hours on Tuesday morning. Yeah. Uh, you know, little things like that that uh, that we're trying to mend together with our organization. Do you think, you think some of the, uh, the political pressures and the stresses of, you know, of teaching and coaching – play into these guys not sticking around you know listen years ago you know as well as i do when i was growing up high school coaches were gods right this is you know and they do whatever they wanted they were they were it they were the baseball authority in, in the area now there's a lot of there's a lot of pressures from from different areas to do things certain ways like i wouldn't i honestly andrew's heard me say this many times i would not want a high school coaching job 
I would not. You know, it, it takes a special person to sit in there and do it because you're part of the administration, but you're also, you know, the way that things have changed with parents these days, you know, it, it gets kooky. You know, it, you know, everybody assumes that kids should be playing. I grew up, you know, on Long Island, and I played with the same guys when I was in Little League all the way through until I was in high school, and we knew who the players were and who weren't the players were, and we almost had the same starting nine for 10 years, you know? Um, but now it's with showcase baseball and all this other stuff, it's not that simple because they may be playing every day on their showcase team, but they're not playing because your job is to win. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's funny you said that because after, uh, you know, 24 years at the high school level uh, and even, you know, two years coaching at Gardner-Webb under uh, Clyde Miller, who, uh, you know, he's passed away. He's been gone now for probably about 18 years. But he uh, kind of a mentor, but it was a different mentor. Uh, he probably taught me how not to coach today's kids uh, was probably what I learned as much from him. Now, did I learn a lot of baseball from him? Absolutely. Dude, yeah. that's a book. You need to write that yeah. book. That's a great title right there. He, he'll forget more than uh, I'll ever know. But he also, I mean, he really taught me as my years went what not to do. Um, and I think a lot of times with, as you're saying, with showcase, travel baseball, uh, all the, the players get to play. They, they, they never have to learn to wait uh, or to work. Or earn. Or earn. Uh, yeah. And, and I think that's what you see the difference in, uh, you know, because they play on some great organizations, mm-hmm. uh, but they're on Team C. Right. We all know what Team C is. Sure. Yeah, it's, sometimes it becomes a uniform identity. And I think if they walk around, I mean, I, I when I, before I even got into all this stuff, you know, I I stepped out of pro ball. I tried to do the real world stuff, and it wasn't wasn't for me. You know, I'm a baseball guy, just like you are. Yep. I don't know what I would do without this game. I'm stressing right now, you know, because we're not on the field going through all this stuff. But I but when I jumped in, everybody was talking about East Cobb, right? ECB, East, East mm-hmm. Cobb baseball, East Cobb baseball, and then I heard about the Astros. And then I heard about something else, East Cobb something else. And I heard about the Stars and the Shamrocks. And all of a sudden there was seven East Cobb teams. And I'm like, dude, seven of these teams cannot be made of studs, right? So now, but now that's what's happening with all these organizations blowing up with all these teams. And we have them right here in town, you know? I mean, I'm proud, and I'm going to say this. I'm proud of CBC. We're one team per age group. And we try to develop our kids all the way through. I'm not going to go multi-team. We tried that once before. It doesn't work because one part of it is I don't want to take a paycheck from a parent whose name I don't know. You know? Right. So, and all of a sudden you're like, hey, guy, hey, guy, whatever. Or the kid's on the C team and the parent wants him on the B team. Or he's on the B team and how come he's not on the A team? You know? So, I, I I don't want to deal with that. But you're right. It comes down to a point where these people put on a uniform that has a certain thing across the front and they think it makes them special. And that's when we love going out and throttling them, <laughs> you know. You know, we're taking out one team and we're limping out there, and here we come. And but you know, also, but that comes back and that parlays into your world because that parent's paying X amount of dollars for this kid to be playing somewhere with that, you know, with that with that logo across their chest, and they're expecting you to do the same thing. Uh, well, yeah, and and you know, I guess that's what I've seen change over time. Uh, I mean, if you go back uh, to uh, the, the mid-90s, uh, when I started in 1995, 96 at the high school level, um, travel baseball was not big then. Uh, the kids wanted to play for their high school team, and if they did play on a travel team, it was the high school team. Uh, it really was. I mean, most of your kids played together. Mm-hmm. When now, you know, 
I, I have my kids fill out a questionnaire, and one of them is, is what team or what organization are you with during the summer and the fall? And then I categorize all of that so that I can keep an idea of where my kids are at. Mm-hmm. Uh, because and then they jump from organization to organization. Sure. I mean, I've seen them, you know, play one year at this organization, next year at that organization, the next year at that organization, mm-hmm. and I'm going, you know, a lot of times I think it's because they know they can play somewhere else and they may not be coddled or playing as much in the organization they're in. So it's easy to just say, well, I'll go play here. And it's just, it's changing the game. Recruiting that, that plays a piece in recruiting for us too, you know, because I'll be asked by college recruiters like, okay, how long have you had this kid? Well, you know, I've had him for five years, six years, known him since he's 12. He's played all the way through. And then you get, well, we just got him. And where did he play before that? Well, he was X, Y, and Z. He was on four different teams. And all of a sudden they're going, okay, if he's not happy here his freshman year and he's not trying to earn a spot, he's probably a kid that's going to look to transfer. So, you know, that that whole – people don't get that part. I mean, the, you know, the team jump thing. It's funny you say about, you know, the, the kids that – they we, like I told you earlier, we played together our whole lives. And, and it was North Patrick Medford Youth Athletic Association. We, we went through the whole process, you know, soup to nuts. Um – because the summer was Connie Mack for us. So it was our high school team, but we went and played Connie Mack. Legion was big down here. And I love Legion baseball. I really do. I like the fact of playing nine innings. I like the fact of playing for a championship. I'm not a big fan, even though this is my world and it, and it pays our bills and there's certain things. I'm not a fan of this whole travel showcase thing. It is the landscape that I have to function in if I want to stay in youth baseball. So I do. Um, but the, the American Legion stuff to me, is is more baseball than it is playing four games on a weekend and Sunday afternoon's game, 4 o'clock, and you're down at the beach and you got a four-hour ride home. These kids are falling apart. They don't care if they win or lose. There's no care to winning or losing. Yeah, they'll compete, but they won't compete if they're competing for a ring or something. No, and, and you're right. And, and, I, and I wanted to I'm gonna rewind a little bit of what you said because I think it's important uh, for all organizations, and, and, and I'm speaking from a high school coach's standpoint. Uh, one of the biggest things, and we talked about this with uh, coaches uh, on Zoom the other day, uh, there is a big lack of communication between outside organizations and the high school coach. And, and, and what I mean by that is you, you take a kid of mine, I know how he is in the classroom. I know what he's like during the school building. I, I know more about his personality uh, and who that kid really is than anybody outside of the organization would know because I'm going to spend more time with him. And some of my kids, I spend more time with them during the season than their own parents do. Uh, so, you know, you learn a lot about and you know a lot about them. Well, the problem I have is, is that, and I even use college coaches today, 15 years, 10 years ago, college coaches used to contact the high school coach about a yeah. kid. They don't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I very seldom ever anymore get a contact from a coach in college um, about one of my kids. And to me, hey, he's a great player. You can see that. What kind of kid is he? Uh, and I think if there was a – and, you know, it's one thing we're trying to do through the NCBCA is try to figure out a better uh, communication system with the outside organizations uh, because if I have 15 on a roster – uh, I may be dealing with – I could be dealing with 15 You could be dealing with 15, yeah. And, and, you know, it, it'd just be nice to have that uh, communication line mm-hmm. uh, with those guys just to yeah. 
I think it's almost like the uh, the Democrats and the Republicans for years. I mean, there's there's been a bipartisanship along the way because again, they played with their high school coaches or they played Legion, who usually yep. would have been a high school coach that took that team on, and now you now they're turning over to player to organizations that you don't know what their philosophy are. You know, you have to win. We just have to get kids recruited. Correct. Big difference. You know, um, there should be a hybrid there. There should be a there should be a communication that says okay. You know, I have X number of kids that play for Weddington, right? And you could pick up the phone and say, Shafe, what's he doing? What's he doing? This is the thing I need to work on. And if my ego isn't up here and I'm worried about, well, what the hell is Travis Poole now? You know, why are you telling me what to do? It's my kid. They paid for it. Not, not, the, not the point. If everybody's got the right objective of getting the kid to the next level and making him a better baseball player, then that level of communication should should be enhanced. Um one of the re- one of the things you know you brought up the college coaches and not and not calling things anymore is because you, there's such a turnover like you said earlier right, and we're not getting the good baseball guys like yourself or Bags or Mike Hennessy you know and those are just those are local you know Greg Simmons these are guys that are in the area that have been doing this for a long time that you know I've learned things from you know and you know not on the level of where you play it doesn't mean that I, so what I played here I still learn things from you know Trent Mongero you, you had a conversation with Trent Mongero one of the best in the freaking country. You know, I talked to, I'm texting Chet, uh, Trent this morning about him riding his bike all over the place, you know, but it's, you know, it, you don't have that, you don't have that retention of high school coaches anymore that people can trust, you know, because you can call, now you do have a good young one in Bradley Rudisil yeah. and Bradley's been through the whole process and he's been in different places, but now he's, you know, he's locked up the road here, but you know, you don't have that, that those guys can go to. So they go to the, they go to the showcase guys because We've been doing this for 15 years or whatever, and we've been in, in the mix, and we see a lot of different kids. That's a problem. It, it, it is definitely a problem because, you know, as competitive as we are, just like you are, if you're going to go play against if you're going to go play against bags, you want to kick his ass, right? I mean, that's just. But at the done, when you're done, you're going to go have a beer and have a good time. Correct. You know, in our world, it's not that way. In the showcase world, it's not that way. It's you're competing for players, you're competing for time, you know, you know, like we feel we got fields, we got this, we, you know, I mean, there's a whole different level and there's not the communication between organizations. I get a lot of kids, Andrew will tell you, a lot of kids will come through here and ask for help after they've been through other organizations. I'm proud of that, right? I'm not right. like, I'm not doing that to stab somebody. I'm just saying that, you know, there's, that's, there's a lot of disconnect. And if you guys can connect that, then there needs to be a Zoom between the right organizations and you guys a zoom my, my wife gets all of them like i got a zoom call today she's like why do you always call it a zoom call because it's a zoom call it's a zoom but you know that that you know that may be a piece right there that you know you get you get a an organization together that's that makes no mind does nothing but they sit down at a round table and they drink beer and they talk about what can we do better you know well i think and, and to your point that was probably an hour of our conversation the other day with some of the board members uh with the NCBCA was, you know, how, how, what is our avenue and what is the best avenue, which is Zoom. Uh, I had never done it before. Yeah. I didn't know anything about Zoom, yeah. uh, but I can tell you it's become, uh, it's become easy. I mean, you, you used to do conference calls. Now you can just do Zoom. I can yeah. see you, yeah. uh, you know, and we can have a little more facial interaction. So that is one thing that we're going to work extremely hard on. Uh, we've had a very few of the organizations through the state of North Carolina that have somewhat been part. I mean, you've been very active mm-hmm. uh, on deck, has been very active mm-hmm. with us. Uh, you know, we've had quite a few that have been very active with us. Uh, 
and I probably left somebody out, and I apologize. Uh, but that's that's got to be something because uh, I had a retired buddy of mine who out east right now, and he told me one time, uh, it's been about two or three years ago, he said, uh, Coach, he said, I don't like it, but it's not going away, so you either join it, figure out yeah. a way to do it, or it's going to pass you by just like everything else. Yeah. So, And I, I think that's what we've tried to do with some teams in the areas and doing some different things is just try to uh, try to bridge that gap that we've got right now. I just I, – I really would love to have more open dialogue with if you've got a right-handed pitcher of mine uh, and he was my my best arm. And you call me and go, Coach, what, how's, he, how's he doing? What, the, mm-hmm. what are you seeing him doing? Now, whether I'm a pitching guru or not, I can tell you if he's not throwing a strike – uh, I can tell you if his velo is this, this, or this, uh, I think, you know, that those are, to me, would be the most important things. You know, you're an infield guy, so you get one of my infielders. Uh, you know, Chaffee, his feet are bad, man. He can't get his feet on time. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Then I would hope that during his time with you that that would be some of the uh, work he got because, like it or not, he's not going to be with me. He's going to be with you. Yeah, so, it, you know, you guys are in a, in a in an awkward position in terms of you can't tell somebody where to go play. You can't say go down the road here, go go play for Shave, go play for the Hills over there. Go, you know, you can't you can't do that, right? You got you got to stay out. So kids will come to you and go, hey, I'm playing on this organization, and you're like, oh. but you gotta you gotta bite your lip. You got you gotta go with it. Uh, it, it this is it, it's gotten watered down too. You know, I mean, there's a lot of talent here, and there's a lot of good coaching at our level in, in the summers and, and in the falls that could match up with, with, with you guys that it doesn't necessarily end up that way because these kids buy into the uniform and then they end up on the C team with the, some coach that, you know, doesn't have the experience of you or some of the other guys that, that are in the area. Well, I so, guess that, to that, the one thing I see is a lot of times because they water it down so much is that you'll get – I've literally seen a coach coach one team get in his car, drive to another field, and yeah. coach another team. Well, and you, just write a lineup. Yeah, you, you can't tell me that he yeah. knows no. what, those kids. So, I mean, that to me, that, that and that's the development part because, mm-hmm. you know, every kid now, you know, we all know, they're all Division One baseball players. You ask them. Oh, you ask the parents. They'll tell yeah, you. They're all, <laughs> they're all Division Draft One. Draft is coming up oh, June yeah. 10th. They're all be going, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it, it uh, you, you just have to – you know, my, my whole thing is, you know, I tell my players all the time, I want you to get as good as you can possibly get. Let mm-hmm. everything else take care of itself. Yeah. Uh, if you're that good, you'll play at the next level. Uh, if you're not, you won't play at the next level. Uh, I said it's that simple. I mean, I said if everybody threw 99-98 with a plus slider and was a strike thrower, they'd all be in the big league. Sure. I said, but we're all not there. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know get, getting better is not necessarily always the thought, and I don't want to be Joe negative, right? You know, I mean, I'm just I'm I'm like I'm I'm tainted on the showcase thing. I really am. And like I said, this is my world. This is you know we got certain kids in here that we've developed since they were you know 12 years old, and they've stayed here, and they've you know, and they and they've moved on, and we've helped them get to get to the next levels. Um, the development window. You're taking a kid and you're doing certain things with him, and then you put him in in, in in a situation where this guy has no idea what he's doing. They're going to regress. 
and it and it, we we see it all the time. And then on the other side, we get guys from certain high schools. Okay, and, you know, to be honest, there's not great coaches in the showcase in the showcase side, um, but there's also not enough uh, you know coaches in the high school side to say you know they know exactly what they're doing. So we get kids and going like, how did this happen? You know, like how could this how could this guy go back to, you know, we had him here and now he's coming back worse. And that that's where that to me that communication uh, that communication really comes in because uh, you know you, you what you're saying there is is, is is what I've always said is that uh, every player has probably I don't know four five six seven eight hitting instructors. Uh, so if that kid's hearing two different things from everybody else, uh, then there's no telling what type of hitter they're going to be because they're confused. Uh, You know, so to your point, um, you know, I think it's got to be, if we're teaching kids things, I'm not saying every way is the right way, but I I will say that consistency is important in anything we do. Okay, so in this downtime, right, in this this crazy time we're going through, you know, you every baseball guy is like us, like, what are we doing right now, man? Like, you're cutting the grass twice a day. You probably don't even cut the grass. You probably got the mower up so high. You're just, you're just driving around listening to tunes, waiting for Eddie to call you. Yeah, waiting for Eddie to call. <laughs> Eddie Buskey to call you. But, um, you know, how, how are you staying in touch with your kids? I mean, what are you, what are you doing? How, you know, because we're getting, we're getting phone calls here, like, can we do something? Can we get, no, you can't. We can't do it yet. But, you know. Uh, mostly through text. Uh, you know, we, we are not allowed to Zoom. Uh, our kids in Union County right mm-hmm. now because they are still students. Uh, there's a fine line there with rules that we have to follow governed by our school system. Uh, right. So there's different things that we can and can't do. So mostly through text uh, and then just kind of been sitting waiting uh, to see, uh, you know, when this may let up a little and we can at least get into a contact with them uh, to see them because, you know, you take your seniors, I mean, mm-hmm. Uh, those guys, uh, you know, that you've had for four years mm-hmm. and uh, you, you haven't really been able to do anything for them or see them and just, or hug them and tell them you love them and sure. you appreciate everything they did for you. Uh, that's what's frustrating. I'll tell you, that, that's probably the greatest reward of the ones that come back. You know what I mean? I always say that we got to coach you for a period of time and then when we're done coaching you, then, we, then we're friends. You know, I mean, you got to be the mentor. You got to be, you got to step on them from time to time. They got to understand what, you know, why you're going after them. You know, then it's all said and done, and then they, you know, you've earned that respect as a coach, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're invited to their wedding, or you're, you know, and you become friends. That That's a cool experience. And we've had, like, Brad Collins is one of the guys that you had Brad, you know, I've been to Brad's wedding, you know, I did, him and his dad, we, we, there was such a bond there that, you know, um, and now it's pretty cool. He's actually, uh, he's, he's done some things, you know, as far as investments for us, you know, how, right. you know, you turn around and all of a sudden, you know, these guys are appraising your house, they're taking investments, they're, you know, they're, they're men. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what's, I mean, to me, that's what's so rewarding is to watch the success they have once yeah. they leave you. And then, uh, and even when, if they go play college, one of my, I love October uh, when all of them are home and they yeah. want to come out to the field. Yeah. Uh, and you've got them from, you know, all different uh, types of schools. That's always, and they always say, can I come? Yeah, I mean, I'd love to have you. That's, you know, the greatest reward in this game is not is not the wins and losses in the end of the rings and stuff like that. It's the people that you retain the rest of your life. And the relationships. And I, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's, it's amazing. I, like I said, I, you know, when I when I got sick a couple of years ago, you know, I'm, I'm sitting in the hospital and bored to death and I start going through my phone. 
and I got thousands of numbers in my phone. And then as I'm going through and I'm looking at every name, like I could scroll and stop and then a list of 10 is all baseball people. So the whole baseball is giving me everybody basically in my life, you know, other than my doctor that I had a Zoom call with this morning. <laughs> a Zoom, another Zoom call. Well, technically doctor. it was baseball because you fell on a baseball field and that's how you I got did. him. I, dro- I dropped on a base. I took a grass nap in the freaking right outside the dugout. <laughs> Went down, so yeah, so I guess so. That's uh, that's how I that's how I got to Dr. Berman. But you know, it, it, it's it's those it's those relationships that uh, you know that we that we cherish forever. I mean, it's it's funny. I got a, I got text I got text chains of uh, all the guys that I played with at Maryland, like eighteen guys at Maryland, and some were there when these guys up here weren't. And but all the stories are coming back, and we're connecting on the coach. You know, he did this when I was there, he did that when I was there. When we did our uh, uh, our gala last year in the past two years i've had several terrapins show up yep. you know and that's nothing that you know I, I would wish i would hope that more people got involved in things like that with us you know in terms of you deserve a chance foundation and what we're trying to do because you know you see like you said you see these kids all the time you know what their home life is like and some of them you know on the outside may look good but on behind the walls it's, it's not and those are the kids that we you know we're trying to help out and do certain things for and i think a lot of times that's where that I, I know I go back to it, but that that disconnect between people as uh, we as coaches, especially if you take pride in your uh, your players, uh, that you you know some things that uh, a lot of people don't know. Yeah. And yes, it looks good on the outside, but it's not good in the inside. Uh, well, you know what we're about, yeah. you know, and this is this is a barstool conversation. Yeah, if there's something like that, don't hesitate to pick up the phone. We'll figure a way to make things happen. We have. We've never sent a kid out of here that couldn't afford to play. Never, that's never been an issue, ever. And, uh, you know, it, 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 it's, it's rewarding, you know. It's not, it's not self-serving, you know. People go, oh, you only do that, you know, we, you, know you do that because it, it, it's not, you know. Because I, I know where I came from. And I know that most guys that are coaching baseball, most guys that have stayed in this game in their life, baseball has been the biggest part of their life growing up. And they can't do without it. Right, so it's for us to to do the right thing and, and give back and 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 take care of these kids one way or another because you know we 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 we, we looked yeah my mother drove a short bus and I had to ride it to school <laughs> <laughs> you know so it's a little bit tough man you know sure. I fought I had more fights over you know the fact of how I got to school than actually who I was or what I was right but uh, so if those things ever come down you know. Oh, definitely. And I, I think, you know, and, and I'd love to share that with even yeah. our coaches, uh, you know, yeah. across our entire area yeah. that, that are not involved and mm-hmm. that don't really listen to this uh, podcast uh, mm-hmm. or to any podcast in mm-hmm. general, because I think, you know, I listened to one of a coach in Chicago uh, about a week ago and all it was about was about one of his players that yeah. if you listen to it, you go, Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this kid, uh, he was looking for a way out. Yeah. Uh, and, and his way out was this game. Yeah. Uh, and so there were some pieces that went together. And kid never played college ball, but to your point a while ago, that coach's biggest honor is when he walked his wife down the aisle when she got married. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that was the reward for him. It didn't have anything else to do with any – other right. other thing yeah. that it happened. Yeah. Period. There aren't statistics yeah. involved in that. No. It's 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 hard. Yes. So um, 
get get off the emotional stuff. Because <laughs> <laughs> we'll both yeah. get tear up oh, in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get all choked yeah. up. Oh, yeah. um, you know, the, and, and this is kind of a sensitive subject, but I'm, you know, I get a lot of things from a lot of people here, Texas tweets, calls, whatever. And you know, CMS has said nobody on the fields. Union County said nobody on the fields, but you have the ability to cut the field. You have that, you know, you're allowed to do that. But video is out there, pictures are out there of of high school coaches on the field with players. You know, that's not fair, man. That's not fair to everybody else out there doing that, you know, doing that. Like, you know, how at some times do people kind of put themselves above certain situations? I think everybody is looking for a way out right now of anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we all know that uh, rules are made, but... The rules are broken, sure. And they're broken. Uh, You know, I think we all, we drive down the road and it's 45, we drive 48. The rule's 45, we drive 48. Yeah, but let me me, me, me interject this, okay? It's that you talked earlier about a fraternity, right? So my fraternity brother's going to screw me over. If I can't do it with my guys and we're a fraternity, then it's it's all for one or or none. And you're 100% correct. Uh, You know, I think it... At some point, and I've had, you know, I would have a conversation uh, with a, if I knew somebody, I would call them and yeah. call them. I mean, because I, I still think that you got to be real with people. Uh, sure. It's not, you know, you, you take uh, some coaches in the area that I know real well uh, that if if I felt like we needed uh, to have a uh, conversation that might not be easy, mm-hmm. uh, the problem we have is too many people take things to heart anymore and don't say, hey, yeah. you know, if, if Shafe and I have a problem, uh, let's talk about it. And then after that, you know what, I'm going to forget about it and I'm going to move on. Uh, but I think to your point that there's the lack of fraternity. Uh, it's about me mm-hmm. uh, or my program. It's not about uh, – North Carolina baseball or Union County baseball and or uh, Charlotte Mac baseball. It's about me and my program, which, you know, and I have a problem with that. I mean, sure. I, I think, you know, if you got rules, uh, follow them. Like I said, I know there's times you bend them a little. Uh, sure. I mean, I can tell you right now, there's not many coaches in the state of North Carolina that, that can follow that hour and a half uh, time rule to a T. Because technically when those kids walk on that field – all flex, stretch, mm-hmm. field breakdown, all that counts as time. Yeah. Well, by the time you do all that, you're down to maybe 30 minutes. So, I mean, I think that, you know, things like that happen. I mm-hmm. think people are cognitive and try to make it happen. Mm-hmm. But in what we're in right now, I, I think it is a shame. That's uh, an unfair rule. Yes. That, 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 you talk about that. That's yeah. the, because we do the same thing. Yeah. We, we schedule a practice hour and a half. We'll get kids loose. The next thing you know, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. So time to go. Yeah. Um, that's unfair. But when the government says, you know, this is what it's, we're in a pandemic. We're, we're in a world crisis, yeah. right? And they're saying just the simplest thing is don't go on the fields. Like, so we, you know, we're living by it. And, I, and I'm sensitive to it because yeah. we are sticking by what we're supposed to be doing. And I know in my world, other people aren't, right? So, um, and we've stuck by it. I mean, you know, right. and, I, and the reason is, is, you know, because at the end of the day, as, a, as an adult or a coach, uh, whoever you are, uh, when the buck stops, it's going to stop with you if you're doing something wrong. Why do you want to put yourself in that situation? Uh, I think sometimes if that happens, you're telling me 
outside looking mm-hmm. in that you're being selfish. Yeah. Uh, and again, it's about you, and it's not about uh, really what's going on uh, in society and or following our rule. Mm-hmm. What are you doing for your seniors? Uh, it's uh, I got something planned. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm just waiting, uh, yeah. you know, to see uh, the lift. Uh, if we get one right. uh, and what may happen, uh, you know, that's kind of what I'm waiting on right, right now is just to see because we still got a little bit of time. I mean, they could come up and I don't know, even if it's the 1st of June uh, or mid-June, they sure. could say this. You know, the problem is, is you got kids starting to, if they open up any facilities and they can go play and do this, I mean, yeah, you're opening up a floodgate now. Yeah, you guys have a big senior night and jerseys yeah. and things yep. like that, and it's yeah, that, that's unfortunate because it we had a conversation a couple of weeks ago. It's you know these kids and the parents they go through this whole journey together. You know, summer baseball, college, uh, high school baseball, middle school baseball. You know, they and they 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 track this whole thing together, and for more times than not, the seniors are not going on to play. Some are, some aren't. Um, so it's a big night. It's you know it's kind of like a culmination of like you know we went this journey together. We've bonded. You know we've had our family weekends. We've all this other stuff, and and you don't have that. You know, and it's just it's it's, it's a sad it's a sad time. But you know, but also World War Two people had to go to war. Correct. You know, at least we're staying home with our families and we're finding silver linings in that and getting to you know getting closer to a degree and you know because we have gotten separated in terms of. You know, this generation and parents to go off and do what they want. Every kid's got a car. Every kid's got an Xbox. Every, you know, we used to just have a kitchen table. You know? oh, yeah, My yeah. sister threw knives and shit at me. <laughs> <laughs> Beep. <laughs> oh, but, you know, but listen, Travis, I, I appreciate everything you're doing here. I hope, uh, you know, we can we can open this thing up, you know, between you know the, the summer and the fall organizations and, and what you guys do and, uh, there's a lot of good high school coaches out there, and I hope that you know the good baseball people find way into the game and not away from the game. And, and I think you know, you know, things that you're doing and, and other organizations are doing and and, and supporting uh, a lot of your high school coaches. I, I think you know, just to end it with this is that's where I'm seeing is a lot of times you you have a barrier because. One thinks he's better than the other. Mm-hmm. This one's got more kids than one. Sure. At the end of the day, it's about that young man, not yeah. about me, not about you. So uh, I, I appreciate everything you do. Uh, and uh, well, I, one more, you know, one more thing. Yep. Um, we are, you know, moving through this through this 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 period right now. Um, you want to start a podcast, correct? Um, which I thought we talked the other night yep. is a phenomenal idea. Um, incorporate with all the high school things. So just give us a little bit of your vision, so the people that are listening to know when you go ahead and we you throw the switch that you know this is going on and this is going to be the format. Because if the conversations are a lot like you and I had right now, it's powerful stuff. Yep. You know, I really think it's it, it's important. And you said something to me the other night that was interesting: is that high school coaches can't do what college coaches can do. College coaches can't do what pro coaches could do. So you guys need your fraternity to get together and, and, and make it as strong as possible. And I think this, you know, the communication part, this is part of the communication for us. Right. And that's a big piece. So give us a little bit of your vision on the uh, on the podcast. Uh, you know, my vision right now is, is is I look back and I look back at my career, um, you know, of, of coaching. You know, I, I was fortunate to be able to work under Clyde Miller for two years, never forget it. Dr. Ed Davis, that used to be the superintendent in Union County Public Schools, calls me, says, uh, we got a job. I'd like to hire you. Can you meet me Sunday? I met him at a school on a Sunday at the high school. 
I was making $5,000 at the time mm-hmm. at Gardner Webb University. Living large. Oh, yeah, I was living large, making $5,000 <laughs> a year. Uh, you know, working at UPS uh, from 3 a.m. to 8 a.m. and working on my master's degree all at the same time. And I just said I was I was dead. I was tired. Uh, and he came up, and I think my first salary was $24,000 a year. So I went from $5,000 a year to $24,000. I thought I, I thought I was a millionaire. So point is, is that my vision is, is to give coaches an idea that sometimes things are easy, sometimes things aren't easy, but to talk to different coaches across the country and, and, and how did they get to where they're at and, and the journey that it took them to get there, uh, you know, and end it with some uh, of the sports specific. Because one thing I am looking to open it up to is, you know, and I'll use a guy right now as my head football coach. This guy played college baseball at App State. Uh, he's won two state titles in his first two years as a head football coach at our high school at 26 years old. Well, it, there's a different journey. He's a baseball guy, mm-hmm. period. He was a baseball guy. Well, he's now a football guy. Uh, so I think, you know, our, our journeys are a lot different. Uh, yes, I'm a baseball guy, but I think uh, – there's, no, there's not a baseball guy around that can tell me that they haven't learned something to coach to use during their game of baseball from a football coach, a basketball coach, or another coach in another sport. Uh, I, I think it's important, and, and they're great coaches all across the country uh, in high school. Uh, and, and, and so, therefore, you know, I want to gear that to where people can – it's real. Mm-hmm. It's not fake. Uh, I think a lot of podcasts you can listen to – Kind of go on and on. I think you got a chance to retain some guys if they have better information, and you're not flipping coaches out as quick as you are. Right. You know, and explain and, it, and explain the journey because your, your journey is from five to twenty-four to whatever. Yeah. You know, but you know, here's the rewards that are involved, and you know, I, I again, when I, my playing days, I wasn't in the big money era. It was just starting. My right. biggest contract was one hundred fifty-six thousand dollars. Now that was relative. And it was good money. It was great money to be playing baseball, right? Right. Um, but, you know, you you jump back and then I step out and I, and I did things that made me better money than I made playing baseball. But I wasn't ever happy, you know. And some people start, that, that's become a tough thing in our society is to balance. Man, I, I really want the nice car, the nice house, nice everything. Well, you can have that, you know, if you're smart making this and you'll be happy going to where you're going every day. And that's like for us. I mean, this, you know, this is our corporate attire, dude, man. You know, we get uncomfortable when you put a tie on us. I do it once a year at the gala, I think. Yeah. You know, I polish up pretty good, though, don't oh, I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. buddy. <laughs> don't hype him up. <laughs> but it's so funny to see everybody there. And it, yeah. yeah. You don't even recognize them at first. No, you don't recognize half of them because we're all shirt, tie, jacket. Well, uh, you got to be there about 1.32 in the morning when, when it's still going on because nobody looks like what they showed up. <laughs> it's a, Eddie's got the horns on. Oh, Eddie yeah. must have got the horns going on. It's, and, they well, move he, down the, and, and I know he, he may listen to some, but I, and I, I'll talk to him later today but uh, I, I love to see him somewhat dressed up he still don't know how to dress oh it's up. so uncomfortable man it is so <laughs> uncomfortable i don't know how you wear boots and jeans in 98 degree weather and he just goes but uh well i appreciate you man and uh we've had a good relationship and we've yep. been honest and straight up yep. about everything along the way and you know that's it's the only way i know how to communicate is uh 
you know, speak my mind and listen to the other side. And if it's if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But uh, you know, baseball people are used to doing that because we knock heads over players and we knock heads. You know, if you've been in a war room in pro ball, it's you know, it's 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 a throwdown. Oh, yeah. You know, um, but you know, when it's all said and done, no hard feelings or, or any of it. And, uh, but thank you, and anything that we can do for the the podcast, anything we can do for the coaches' association, you know, we're, we're there. Anything for the kids. You know, uh, don't hesitate to pick up the phone and, and, and let us know. And I will. And I really appreciate uh, what you've done for our association over the past uh, years. Uh, you know, even as being the president now, I was the vice president before. So I knew mm -hmm. some of the things, but I didn't have to deal with it directly uh, because that was Hal's job. Uh, so, you know, now I will take over having to, you know, deal directly with some of that. Uh, and I look forward to working with everybody, including yourself. Sure. Well, I appreciate it. Next week, uh, next week we're going to bring Dusty on. We've Dusty been trying to get Yeah, he's uh, he's up moving L out of out of App State today, so he couldn't uh, couldn't pop in. But we'll have Dusty on. We had Schilt last week. Yep. We we've had some some great guests yeah, and yeah. some. We try to provide some four one one every time we uh, we get through this. And then some weekends, some weeks, we just I don't even know what we talk about. Do you? Whatever's on the board, we can <laughs> say something on we the board. Hey, like, yeah, let's coaches. go through Twitter and we'll do something like that. Yeah. Travis, thank yeah. you, man. We appreciate thank it. You. Andrew again. Thank you. Um, yep. If you don't know, his, he's one tool. Yeah, Andrew, yeah one, one tool. One tool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody, and we'll do this again next week. So peace out.